Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to another amazing, beautiful episode of the Highly Taken Podcast. This is episode 11. This is, again, David Siegfried back out here from Tallahassee, Florida. Elkton, Maryland. Here I am, boys. Man, <laughs> Here, let me give you all. Let me give you all a full uh, tour, real quick. This is beautiful. Is that a rock band? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> let me let me see that tat you got going on, dude. This is dude, beautiful, dude. Lose my goose. <laughs> this is Nick's initials. Oh man. Oh. Well, hey, make sure make sure you cross your yeah, legs. I just yeah. got a, a total yeah. upshot there. But by, by the way, guys, I'm Nick from Jacksonville. Weapon. Let's get it. Yeah, today we have a very special guest. He one time hit eight out of ten three pointers in a high school basketball game. He hit a, a he hit a half court shot that put his team up 21 as time expired in the game. He is Jacksonville's up and coming flag football champion. His name is Dylan Siegbert. I know him as my roommate for many, many years. What's up, guys? Hey. Coming at, coming at you in Duval. Duval. <laughs> All right. So as you may see, yes, uh, Christian, looking like the ugly stepsister from Shrek, is wearing a dress. That's because he decided that he was going to do 15 strikeouts and by one person in the game this past week. Did not happen. So he has to wear a dress. And you know what? You're honestly rocking. You know, if it wasn't for the Chester and the beard, I think you look fine. Yeah. Thank I you. Agree. I really, I really appreciate that, guys. I tried my hardest to look as beautiful as I possibly could. Uh, Prince yeah, Charming. Your, it's going to be more like Princess Charming. Dress? Is that your mom's dress? Yo, y'all better be careful before I uh, come through. What? Before you do what? Yeah, why does he kind what? of look like a uh, young gravy? That's what I said. That's what, yeah, I've been told that, that, I've been told that so many times. <laughs> so I've, been, I've heard, I've heard that and like so many other things. Oh, Goldilocks, I... sunshine. <laughs> so that's gonna bring us into our first matter of order today: the Dubs and Chugs results. As you know, we pick. Before all... we do that, before oh, we sorry. do that, we gotta do the guest every guest time. Job. Every time we have it. So if you guys have your two phones out, ready to go, David, you record. I already got Dylan. two phones. One Perfect. for the plug, one for these hoes. Give me one second. I got to grab my cellular device. It's right on I'm, camera. I'm, I, I'm just kidding, Brooklyn. That was a joke. <laughs> got my... Got okay, my... Uh, so I got, got my, Dylan. Got my Cola Zero. Dylan's drinking Coca-Cola Zero, non-sponsored, but we'd love for you to do it if you want to. Yeah. You're going to chug a Coke? Dude, that's going to be a rough one. It was either this or LaCroix, man. I made the choice. Yeah, LaCroix garbage. You yeah, made the right, you made the right fair, choice. Fair choice. All right. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Set, go, go. Wow. All right, Dylan. So I got, I got just under six seconds. At like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were timing Dylan. Nick said I timed Dylan. I thought I literally, I I literally said David, you timed Dylan. Christian, you timed me. That's crazy because I timed Dylan. What'd you get for Dylan? Six point four six. I got like 5.59. So we'll we'll see him post. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you may have done a good job. May not have done a good job. Uh, nah, but... Dude, Nick, you definitely finished a solid two seconds before Dylan did. So Re- redo. We got... Dylan, you want to talk about the Coke? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Absolutely. No, I'm good. All right, guys. And like David said, 
our dubs and chugs results. I want to put this out here, right here, right now. David came in with a whopping eight correct. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on getting eight correct because the only game I missed was the Brewers game, and I said it would lose. (laughs) It would be the reason. Me. Yep. And I I will say, I mean, you were one away from being able to tell me and Christian what we had to do as a punishment. Because the Brewers hate one. So close. I came in last again. Let's go! But here's the here's the issue. I had five correct. Five's the most that has someone has won in this entire time. So I don't know. I mean, how many did I have? Actually, no. I had. I think had seven. I think I had six. Couple weeks ago. Freaking go, baby! Yeah. So I mean, like, of course, leave it to the week. Shout out the A's. I picked the A's. Both of you, both of you, go off, and I finally have a decent time, and I I still lose. Good news is you went three up from two. That's true. That's What's, true. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start my hero arc, and every hero needs a villain, and that villain is the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> I am calling the Milwaukee Brewers out. I have now a personal vendetta against you. I've, I've had one ever since Bud Seelig moved you guys from the AL to the NL. So I don't like the Brewers anymore. I feel like I'm just going to be walking down an alley, and then you're going to see Bernie the Brewer circle down, funnel down in his little slide, and shank me. No, you gotta worry. You gotta worry about the uh, the bratwursts too. Yeah. They're gonna come out. And <laughs> they're all gonna jump you together. I don't want to see where they're gonna put those bratwursts. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's kind of depressing. What do we think? Am I showing a little too much cleavage here on camera? No, no, I think no. It's no. Your body, your choice. Okay, cool. Just making sure. If anything, it's not enough. Ooh. But okay, so I guess while Nick is chugging, Christian, let us start off with your Big Ten predictions. Yes, sir. we're gonna start yes, in the West sir. first, by the way. Oh, oh, thank gosh! I was just about to say, if it was my choice, we were gonna start in the West because I think the West is considerably weaker than oh, yeah. the. Yeah. Dang! So that's beautiful. Coming in here at number five in the West, me. I have Illinois. I what? think. What <laughs> you have? Who? Illinois. There we go. <laughs> He definitely, he definitely said, said Illinois. First. Yeah, I definitely did say the S at first. My fault. About, My apologies. What, a, what about a sick noise? <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Uh, my problem is here is that they just lost. They lost way too many players, uh, especially in the secondary. I mean, Devin Witherspoon is the biggest loss there, and that's going to be a humongous game changer on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and, I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, they lost some players as well. I don't know how this team will fare with all the changes that are to come, but at the end of the day, uh, I just think they're going to be better than Purdue and Northwestern. So I have them sitting at five. Sitting at four, uh, I have Minnesota. I don't know a whole bunch about this. I don't know a whole bunch about this team, but I do know that they were able to get some players on both sides of the ball through the transfer portal and some players that I think are going to be able to be big players to watch this year. The biggest name coming from there is going to be Elijah Spencer, wideout. I think he's going to fare massively for Minnesota and help, definitely help carry this offense. And Jack Henderson will be the ball hawk on the defense for the Golden Gophers. I think they'll have a mediocre season, maybe a bowl game appearance, nothing too crazy, but I have them sitting at the four spot. You know, I was only I was waiting for him to make a remark of some sort of player. He's done it the last couple times. You know, Michael Vick last time, and I think there was another player the week Can before. Can you name that. me a Minnesota player? Oh, RG3. I think that was <laughs> no, the other one. No, he went to Baylor. No, no, no. I know. No, I'm no, saying no. He, he, I'm not <laughs> stupid. I, uh, usually, I usually use the uh, a Minnesota player, Kirk Cousins. 
Kirk Cousins, exactly. Yes. Go for you. Kirk, Kirk Cousins with the Michigan State. No, he plays no, for Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. I was talking about, we're talking about college. Keep going. <laughs> you know who doesn't play for Minnesota is Dalvin Cook. <laughs> that is that is very true. That is true. Sitting in at number three over here in the West, I'm going to go with Nebraska. Former Panthers legend Matt Rule is over there <laughs> coaching the team. Ah, and let me tell you guys cross. something though here. Coming in as his first year, he is lucky enough to regain eight out of 11 starters on the defensive side, and most of them are coming from the front seven, and that is going to be huge for them. As we all know, front seven play can be very, very, very important to a football team. Go and look at the Eagles like we know. Uh, but then on top of that, you have Jess Sims returning at quarterback this year. I think it'll once again be a mess showing. It's nothing. It's not going to be nothing crazy, but maybe we see him finish with a positive record here. They'll definitely probably, I can say, get a bowl game, but we're not going to see anything too crazy out of here. We're not going to see anything crazy out of the West in general, in all honesty. Number two, I have Iowa. And I have it written here uh, right after number one is I just think the teams just continue to get worse and worse and worse in this division. There's really no or in this side of the division, I should say, there's not a whole bunch of competition. It's not like the East where there's a dogfight at the top. That being said, Iowa does get a transfer QB in Cade McNamaram from University of Michigan. I think that will fare out decently well for them, though. I think they're finally getting a quarterback who knows how to play in a big system, and it's going to look good. I don't think it's going to make them a huge threat, but I think after uh, with a team that finished in damn near bottom of the category and everything offensively last year, this is going to be able to make a huge jump for them. And in a weak side of the division, I think that'll be just enough that they need to go up that high into the two spot. Coming in at number one in the West, though, I have Wisconsin. Now, they always have a run game, it appears, over there, and they will continue to have that this year with the play of Braylon Allen. I think he will play very well for them. I think that'll he'll go over probably 1,400 yards. I think he'll be the main focus in that offense. But on top of that, they got Tanner Mordecai from MSU, and he looked very decent last year, very, very decent. The guy threw for over 3,000 yards with 33 touchdowns to only 10 interceptions. I would that's say that's very better good. than decent. Yeah, right. That's very it's good. Very decent. <laughs> very decent. And so that is how I have rounding out the West, Wisconsin sitting at the one spot. Am I just moving right into the East? You are not. No, absolutely okay. not. All right. So with the West, you know, let's start off by saying this. You know, this is arguably one of the better conferences, and not the West, but the Big Ten is arguably one of the better conferences in, in all of college football. On the football. East. Um, they had two college football playoff teams in Ohio State and Michigan, both in lost in the semis. And uh, Michigan to TCU wasn't a very close game. Ohio State to Georgia on a last-second field goal as time expired, as 2022 expired, going into the new year. Completely shanked. You know, they were missing They were missing Marvin Harrison and some good receivers, and I don't want to say anything, but I think they might have been targeting the end zone. I'm, I'm just saying. Um wow. But this conference is going to be gaining USC and UCLA yep. in the ne- uh, next year, and they're getting rid of the division, which is great. I'm so glad they're getting yeah, rid of the division. Like There's that. no reason yeah, they need to. Your top three teams are on one side, so yeah. I'm glad they're getting away with that. It's going to be interesting to see how USC and UCLA play away games when it comes October, November. They're going to play in the cold there, and that's going to be tough. That's going to be interesting. Um, well, they have they have Washington and Oregon, so I mean, it gets kind of yeah, cold up there. I mean, yeah, but they're playing more games in the warm weather than they are 
but it's not cold. Michigan. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's not. It's not Iowa. It's not yeah, Michigan. You know, it's not Minnesota. You know damn well half them kids are there because of that warm weather. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so let's get into this. At number five in the West, I have Illinois. Um, they're coming off an eight-win season, which is the best season since they had since 2007. I'm pretty sure that's the year they may have upset Ohio State. I'm not 100% sure. They had a great defense last year who posted some close games against some good teams, i.e. Michigan. They were only allowed 12.8 points a game, which, you know, that's absolutely tremendous. Um, however, their coordinator, Ryan Walton's, and they lost him, and they also lost Devin Witherspoon, who was arguably the best corner in the league yeah. or in the NCAA last year. They lose him to the draft. Um, and so their defensive line is, I think, underrated, a little dangerous. They have Keith Randolph and Jerzon Newton, who combined for 26 tackles for loss last year. Um, the offense is going to have to replace Tommy DeVito, no relation to Danny. I looked it up, not related to Danny, and Chase Brown. Um now they have Ole Miss transfer Luke Aldemeyer under center, but I don't think that's going to be enough for that offense to do anything. At number four, give me the Corn Huskers. Okay. Um, we have Nebraska. Like Former Baylor coach and Carolina's Panther Matt Rule takes the helm this year. Um, I was close to putting them at three this season just because I think he's a good college coach. However, with his first season in each of his last two teams, that's Baylor and Temple, he combined for three and 21 in those first two seasons which is not that good at all. I think he'll probably do better than that, though. Um, I think he'll win more than three games, but I think uh, he'll be pretty bottom in the division there. Now, obviously, they're replacing Scott Frost. Everybody thought it was going to be good when he was the uh, national champion with UCF. Turns out that wasn't the case. So they get Casey Thompson as a transfer from oh. FAU. Um, they get back uh, Anthony Grant, as well as good wide receiver from Portal, Billy Kemp and Georgia transfer, Arik Gilbert. Um, they need to get better on both sides of the ball. And they allowed 27.6 points per game last year, which isn't isn't good at all. At number three, I have Wisconsin. That's going to be a little bit of a hot take, not having them at one wow. or two. Um, wow. They get Cincy coach Luke Farrell coming back to the Big Ten since leaving Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He's the head coach here, and he might be a good fit for the Badgers. However, when he was coaching for Ohio State last time, he didn't do so hot. Um, now they're usually the top dog in the West, but I think they may take a little bit of a step back here, trying to get used to what Luke Farrell is going to bring to the table. Wisconsin brings back eight defensive starters, which is really good, especially for the impressive defense they did have last year. Um, Phil Longo comes in from UNC and looks like Wisconsin may try to rely on a little bit more passing this year. Now, usually there are big run heavy teams. You have people like Jonathan Taylor, Monte Ball, Melvin Gordon, etc. They have such run centric offenses. Their offensive lines always like six foot eight and up, which is crazy. Crazy. However, Braylon Edward, sorry, Braylon Allen is back. So the ground game isn't completely gone. I think they may have a more balanced attack. They got Tanner Mordecai from SMU to help boost the receiving core. They have a tough schedule, though. They play Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State this year as well. So that's going to be a tough conference schedule. At number two, I had the Golden Gophers, Minnesota. They lost their top back, Muhammad Abraham, but I'm pretty sure I pronounced his name right. Ethan Calicamanis, I'm sorry if I butchered that, is back with a great so receiving close. core that will put up numbers. They got to replace some offensive starters at line, which will be the question um, especially in a defense line heavy conference, you know, you have this really good defensive lines there in the conference. Their defense only allowed 13.8 points per game last year. However, only five starters returned from that defense. So it's going to be interesting to see who they, re- <laughs> who they replace there. Can you stop? Can you stop? I'm trying to pay attention. He's going to start Am doing this salsa, dude. He's going to start doing dude, yeah. the salsa like that, man. Ariba. <laughs> I, at number one, I have Iowa. 
the Hawkeyes. Uh, this team's offense was the thing holding them back last year. They only got 17.7 points per game. That's not good. Um, Brian Ferentz, their O coordinator, is probably on the hot seat this year. He's going to have to produce if he wants to keep his job. But they took a giant leap this offseason. They got Cade McNamara transferring from Michigan, yep. who is a good QB. I look out for Caleb Johnson at running back, too. I think he can make a difference in this team. Um, Iowa, they have a good defense. I mean, they had those corn-fed boys up there. Uh, yeah. They lost to Riley Moss and Jack Campbell, but I look out for corner Cooper DeJean this year that puts up some numbers. I'm loving nice. it, man. I, I feel like I was just listening to my, my script over here, dude. Um, so, yeah, right? So, like, like I sold the NBA script. We're, we're I, pretty I mean, uh, So, I have, at number five, Peyton Manning's favorite city to call out. I got Nebraska over oh, there. Yeah. Love Nebra- it. Uh, ne- Nebraska's in Lincoln, by the way. Uh, it's right outside of Omaha, okay? It's right outside of there. Omaha? So, <laughs> I do I do like Jeff Sims. I think he's going to end up getting the start at QB. Um, Does but... he have any relationship to Phil Sims? Is there any relationship to the Sims video game? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But Did somebody Sims... remove his pool ladder, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. The but I, I have... will, I will say, I like Chubba Purdy getting the starting job there by his name alone. I love. I don't that like name. anything with the name Purdy. Oh, um. Then I have at number four Purdue. Um, Ooh, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, look, they they won the West last year. Uh. They yeah. got they got a great head coach coming in there and Ryan Walters. I think he's gonna do a, a good job. Uh they have Hudson Carr coming in as a starting quarterback. Um any relationship to Derek? Or David? Uh card. Card, oh. like a, a card. Oh. Um at least in the they didn't they didn't have anything crazy to like boost them to be back in that spot that they were last year. Uh that's why I have them at four. Number three, I got Illinois. Okay. I mean, yes, they lost. Witherspoon, but that defensive front, like David said, with Randolph and Newton, are they're just going to be absolute menace up there up front. Yeah. Um, and that's really going to help them. Offense, they're not really going to score a lot of points on offense, but the defense is going to be what keeps them in it. You think so? I think the defense will be that dominant. Yeah, they have. Uh, they lost Witherspoon, but they got Wither Fork. Oh, oh, I mean, I think I think they will be pretty good there. I mean, honestly. Well, I think they averaged only like 15, 16 points per game on defense, letting up, which is crazy good. Crazy uh, good. And this is where I kind of didn't know which one to choose, man. Um, at number two, I got Iowa. I love the Michigan transfer in Cade McMahon. I love him as starting <clears throat> quarterback. Um, also like the Ohio State transfer. I'm sure you guys like it too. And Caleb Brown. I think he's gonna help this offense. Uh running back, Caleb Williams. Uh look for him to have a great breakout year there. And then, like David said, corner Cooper DeJean. Looks like he might go out there and be one of uh Big Ten's defensive players of the year. Um then number one. Number one. I love Tanner Mordecai coming from SMU. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's going to help. Along with they had four wide receivers transfer to their team this year. And like David said, they're looking to have a more balanced offense and being able to throw the ball. Uh, CJ Williams from USC is really going to help them 
at wideout. Um, and then obviously Braylon Allen's going to help keep the pressure <clears throat> off of them. So, I mean, yeah. I, I look to see Wisconsin go in there again. No one on this side is going to be anyone in the East. Whoever wins the East is no. definitely going to be the big 10 champion. Um, but that's it. So that's going to get us into our special guest. Dylan. All right. So I went a totally different direction. Um, I actually have Nebraska finishing last. Oh. I have them finishing last. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Woo. New, new head coach, uh, Nebraska, all last year. Um, believe me, like, whenever it came to, like, the, like, Fox Sports, like, the big noon kickoff stuff, I was like, yeah, Nebraska is pretty good. They seemed to disappoint. They didn't know what quarterback they wanted to put in. Uh, they just kept losing and losing. So yeah, I, I got him. I got him going three and nine. I don't have them winning. I don't have them winning more than three games. Wow. Um, the schedule. The schedule that they have, like you guys have mentioned, um, they have to face a lot of good uh, East teams this year. Um, they got to face teams like uh, Michigan. They got to face. Uh, they have to face Michigan State, Maryland. Uh, Maryland's on the rise. Um, I'll get I'll get to them later, but uh, yeah, I got Nebraska finishing last. I'm not gonna lie. That's right, baby. But uh, I'll say finishing uh, just one win above them. I got Purdue in the sixth spot. I got them finishing six. Purdue, especially you look at their bowl game last year. Purdue disappointed. Um, they faced they didn't really face a strong team in the bowl game. Um, most of their starters were out. Purdue played their heart out. They just disappointed. Finishing now, I'll get to my top five. I got Northwestern at five. Um, Northwestern has been. Wow. Uh, yeah, hey, I'll explain. Northwestern. Northwestern was on that one movie called Road Trip with uh, Raven Simone. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and the guy that played Boog from Open Season. <laughs> with Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Not not Boo from Monsters Inc. No, no, or Boo from Mario. Yeah. Ah, oh. But yeah, I got Northwestern going five and seven. Um, so Northwestern, they had, uh, I believe it was two years ago, made two an years. appearance. Two years ago, made an appearance in the Big Ten Championship. Last year, they seemed to disappoint. They were kind of, they were in like the middle of the pack. Um, but I got them getting up to uh, number five. Now my four spot, I got the Fighting Illini. Um, the worst name, the worst name, um, in college football history, maybe next to the Idaho Vandals, but, um, the fighting Illini, I got them, I got them finishing in the four spot. Um, like you said, they fighting Illini. That's Illinois. That's their team name. (laughs) That's Illinois. Christian Illinois. Yeah. But like you said, they lost some, they lost pretty good, like pretty big pieces, but. That team, even though they've been on the back burners for a for a long time, for as long as I remember, I feel like they're on the rise now. Going up to my three spot, though, I'm in agreement with David. I got Wisconsin in the three yeah. spot. Yeah. And wow. People, y'all like y'all got Wisconsin in the one. Y'all need to look at their look at their uh, record last year. There were there were plenty of games where they lost to very. Uh, very mid teams, games where they should have been able to win. Y'all forget 
Wisconsin has been on the back burners of college football ever since Melvin Gordon left. You Once used took, last year's records to determine this year's predictions. I looked at I looked at last year. Yes, I looked at it compared to what Yeah, yeah, but I looked at their I looked at their uh, games last year. Wisconsin, ever since they lost Melvin Gordon, I can't remember whenever I feared Wisconsin. It's just Wisconsin has been. Jonathan Taylor is pretty good. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor was a fucking but, yeah. animal over there. We're, yeah, where's where's Ohio good. State fans? We didn't really see Wisconsin as a. Didn't threat. Chubb go to? Oh, it must be nice. Wisconsin. Chubb went to Georgia. Right or am I wrong? Oh, Nick wait, Chubb, went, wait, to Chubb went to Georgia. Yes. Yeah, Chubb went to Georgia. Huh. You know, after he destroyed your Florida Gators every single year. But uh, moving on, moving on to my number two spot, I got Iowa in the two spot. Iowa. I do. Iowa. I got them. So I got them finishing nine and three. Um, I believe that they're gonna. I believe they're gonna lose to Iowa State this year. Um, oh, they're gonna lose that rivalry game. Dang, they seem they seem to always have trouble in that one. So I can see yeah. that they do. They do. Yeah. I got them losing to Iowa State. They beat them last year. Iowa State's gonna be looking for some payback this year. I think that Iowa State's gonna get it. I honestly do. Um, get it, get it. But get here's, it. here's the got crazy it, got part. It, got it, here's, got it. Here's the crazy part. I got Minnesota at the one, right? Ooh. But okay, I have oh, the Gophers. I have them finishing nine and three as well, but the only reason that Minnesota gets the one spot is that tiebreaker against Iowa. They're going to beat Iowa, okay. and that's what's going to give them that number one spot. So, to put the preface that does that mean that Iowa is going to lose an out of conference game too? Um, I have Iowa losing to Iowa State. That's the out of conference. Sorry, sorry game. I meant Minnesota. Cause, Minnesota. Because no, I got, I got Minnesota losing. They play Ohio State. They play against Michigan, but I have them yeah. losing an I have them um losing an upset to yeah you guessed it the Fighting Illini they're gonna go in so and they're gonna upset. so you have so, so you, you have, have the winner Wisconsin, of that division so you have Wisconsin at number one then yeah no Wisconsin Wisconsin's at three Wisconsin finished so so you have Iowa at number one then because yeah, because you have one their loss is a non conference loss right so they don't go by conference two. record to decide. Hey man, Yikes. just take Iowa. I'll take Iowa all day. I think I think they might take no. it all. Iowa's losing the out of conference game to Iowa State. Right, but they go right, by but they're gonna conference go... record exactly. to decide who's the conference winner. So like Guys, you go we have less than a minute. Dumb though, like <laughs> it's fine, Dylan. No, Dylan, it's good. That's fine. We'll just I still, I still think it's Minnesota. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I agree with that then. All I know is that your chest is so freaking hairy, Christian. <laughs> All dude, I know is that dude, if you want a piece for your head, I'll dude, give you it. He looks he, he looks like Will Ferrell's chest. The hair is the, the hair on his chest. Dude, looks I thought like Will I thought I was bad, but like he's making me feel a little bit more confident his, in myself. His curl up, dude. Look, let me tell you all something right now, bro. If you don't have hair on your chest, you're a pussy. My oh. my um uncle Devin, uh, you know your guys's uncle and brother. Wait a minute, uh, you have an uncle Devin? Yeah. So do I. Why? Whoa! And it's like a family or something. When, when I lived, when he lived with us in Jacksonville, he told me I couldn't play Xbox unless I had hair on my chest. And our dog Samson was like sleeping with me, and he left, and I had like dog hair on my chest. I was so happy. I was like, I can finally play Xbox. Now I regret it. 
I completely regret it now. Like that's the worst thing I could ever wish for in my life. Now I can play all the Xbox I want, but I, you know, need the oh yeah, Brooklyn likes Manchester though. Dude, Ooh. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I have a lifetime subscription to Xbox because of mine. So. <laughs> Christian, oh, uh, say. Is this staying in? <laughs> I don't know. Some of this might be staying in, but uh, Christian, that's gonna <laughs> let's, let's let's go let's go to the east, Christian. Yeah, that's that's no, gonna no. that's gonna get Christian's, us in. Go ahead. Christian saves Christian saves money on floss. All he has to do is just pull out. <laughs> Dude, if I bro, when I need a really extra long piece, I grab it from my head. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At that at that point, that east. that's gonna get us into the, the, the Big Ten East. Uh, obviously, we all know when are the Big Ten's coming out of this conference. Christian, who you got? Yeah. Um. So, coming in last place here in the Big Ten on the East Side, I have Michigan State. Uh, and the whole reason I have Michigan State is because I feel as though, well, kind of once again, like the other side of the conference, once you hit the bottom three teams, they're just very and you can flip a coin and decide. And I just personally think that Michigan State will finish better than Rutgers and Indiana this year. So that is why they're sitting at four. Rutgers is a powerhouse team. Yeah, man. Well, like, and yes, like Nick, Nick. Yes, Nick. I said Indiana as well. So sitting at number four, I have Maryland. Let's go. Talk about low returns as probably the most athletic quarterback in the Big Ten this year. Uh, but my problem is here with Maryland is that they've lost a lot of good players. They've lost the wide receiver room has been taken. Multiple key losses on the defensive side of the ball. However, I will say that they did get a couple transfers. One to watch out for would be Caden Prather and Tyrese Chambers. And I think they will be able to change that wide receiver room back and make it a competitor again in 2023. I think if, if Tagovailoa can get everything under control, this team could probably make a run that goes higher than the four spot. However, did. No, if that's going to, we haven't seen these wide receivers play at Maryland yet. We haven't seen Tagovailoa shine all the time, 24 seven to know we can rely on him like that. So now I have him sitting at the four spot. That suspense was killing me guys. I know. Sitting in here at number three, I have Penn State. Former five-star QB, Drew Aller steps in, and he finally takes the reins over here at Penn State. This team... Best pass defensive front in the Big Ten, and like I stated earlier, as an Eagles fan, we all know how important the pass rush is. I think more than anything, though, Nick Singleton is going to play the biggest part in this offense. He's going to take a lot of pressure off of Aller at quarterback, He's going to have a big part in the run game. Singleton was also named Big Ten Freshman of the Year last year. So he's already a guy that we know can play, and I think he will continue to play. Number two. Ugly Ohio State. Ah, I can't stand them. They're the two, baby. They're not the one. There's a lot of work, in my opinion, to be done here at Ohio State. And the biggest thing, the biggest question, and maybe you too, Dylan David, can answer me this one. Who's starting at quarterback? Your mom. Nice. Ooh. Nonetheless, it is Ohio State University. There's top recruits in and out of here each year, every single year. They have arguably the best wide receiver rooms in the entire country. Marvin Harrison Jr. is the person who headlines it all. He's a fucking stud. We all know that. 
But this Ooh, team yeah. will be big on the offensive side of the ball as always, and the defense will fare fine. I like their two additions to the defensive side of the ball as well. And I'm going to screw it up. I'm sorry, boys. Cornerback Davidson Igbenosun and safety Jihad Carter. I think both of them will make a very big impact for the defense in a big way. And I think that in itself is going to help OSU propel itself to the number two spot. However, at the one spot, Michigan. Let me tell you guys guys right now. Repeat. This will be one of the most electric offenses in the country, without a doubt. Woogie, woogie, woogie. The the offense will be? Yes, the offense will be. I think J.J. McCarthy. Listen up. I think J.J. McCarthy is going to have a humongous season. I love this guy. I think he's an absolute stud. I think he's a name to watch in the Heisman conversation. And I think by the end of the year, yes, he will have forced himself into being a first-round pick. He is the real deal. Yes. Oh, that's that's hot. Bro, it's hot. Listen to it and watch it happen. I'm willing to stand on it with plenty not, of confidence. Not even the he best guy t- on his offense. He w- yup, I know he's not. I have that stated right There's here. No literally, way. my Dude, next line is, he, but he's not even the best player on this team on the offense. He doesn't side. have anyone to How is he a Heisman to? candidate? Watch out. That's you. His, that take but is almost his anyways, to continue with what I'm saying. Dylan, he's going to shut out, but Dylan's trying to say to take that as connection. Blake Corum. Obviously, he was. A, I mean, he's a Dan. He's a difference maker. The guy's a baller. He can do whatever he wants to do. He has his way on the point. Point in case coming back with oh, it's Donovan Edwards. Both of these guys are studs, and they're all going to play out of their minds this year. And Nick, to answer your question about wide receiver, about who they're going to throw to, they just got Roman Wilson. Roman Wilson is going to step up last year. Well, they didn't just get him. I'm sorry, they had him last year. He was the second player in totals of yards and touchdowns. And the number one guy has already has already left via the draft. He's going to step up and take a huge offense. The offense to be very fun, very explosive to watch. And defensively, they're set as well. They have returning names that include linebacker Junior Colson, cornerback Will Johnson, and safety Mike. Gonna butcher it again. Santa still. See, I I like I like what you're saying about their defense. Defense is going to be good, absolutely. I didn't even let me finish either. They got two great uh, great guys through the portal: edge rusher from Coastal Carolina, Ernest Huseman, and freshman starter from Nebraska that year. I'm sorry, Ernest Huseman was the freshman starter from Nebraska. Josiah Stewart was the edge from Coastal Carolina. Where'd Dylan go? Right there, reading his notes. What are you doing, Dylan? All right, do you guys do you guys uh, want to go last year Ohio State picks? Or do you want me to go yeah, ahead? We both know both of you guys are biases. I mean, we Nick already have Maryland at one. We already know. Let's go. Let's guys. go with Nick. Let's go with Nick. All right, cool. Number five, super easy. Michigan State. Yeah. This is um, they lost Peyton Thorne. It looks like Noah Kim's going to be the the starter there. Uh, really, nothing else really amazes me there. Um, I I Any do relationship like to Kim Johnson. We may What's never Dylan know. Doing? I don't know, but should we wait? No, keep going. I think Rosa grabbed his attention. Keep going. <laughs> but I do like uh by Job, uh edge I rusher. Think he's got it. Four four star recruit, number one in his state. Like to see him there. At number four, I got Penn State. Oh, come on. Dude. I got, got Penn a State. Dick at Rider. 
Wow. Penn State, Penn State at number four. Um, Tell me your bias without telling me your bias. Okay. QB is going to be a concern there. What? QB is going to be concerned there. I I don't know. Their defense is going to be the heart of what they had. Um, you know, they lost JPJ and safety Jair Brown. Um, two tough losses there, but they did do pretty well in the offseason to pick up their pieces. Um, I do like Nicholas Singleton. I think he's going to be their main piece of offense. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think. What was that? Does Ari Dolan just dolphin dive? <laughs> no, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. Oh, Sorry, man. boys. That was beautiful. Uh, Dylan, hold on. Dylan, uh, uh, Nick just said that Penn State's going to be number four in that conference, in that side of the conference. Let me guess. Maryland at number three? He could put him at two, for all we know. We, we oh, even... one. Just remember. And just at remember. number three. Give me those turps, baby. The music kind of cut out. Your mic does a really good job at noise canceling, by the way. That oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Give me, the, give me those turps. You said give me, give you some turds. Turds? I heard, I heard turds too. Let me, let me tell you this right now. Talia is coming back in his senior year, and he has something to prove to be the best Tagavalola brother of them all. <laughs> He's not concussion prone. Is he number three? I he he's gonna be an absolute stud. Yes, they lost. They lost Dante Demas. Uh, they lost Barrett. Yeah, that's gonna suck. But so are they. look for look for running back Roman Hemby to go absolutely off this year. I will say also, I absolutely love Littleton. The dude is an absolute freaking stud. He is 6'5", 285 pounds, just absolute menace in the backfield. Love it. Um, what was that? What do you want to say? So, and I also will say, uh, they added transfer for the offensive line, Marcus Duberville. Do you know who his uncle is? Um, Elvis Dumerville. Elvis, yeah. Elvis Dumerville. So he's got. He has pro athlete in his veins. Um, you have come. I do like. Woo! I don't I like say he what, what Christian said. Uh, Caden Prather, I think he's going to be a great addition to this offense. Help Talia be able to actually throw the ball over there. Um, you know, to go along with Jay Sean Jones, I think they're going to be pretty good there. Now, defense losing Deontay Banks and Jacorian Bennett, it's tough. Um, but I think get, I think they'll got Corey Coley. I think they'll go out there and they'll be able to do their own over there. Corey Baxter. Um, Loxley, Loxley, Loxley is a, a great coach. He knows what he's doing over man. there. He's been he's been doing good ever since he's been over there. Number two. I got Michigan. Oh Michigan. Oh. I got Michigan. Yes. Colored me shocked. I just I do not see them. Coming huh? back and winning back to back. I don't see it happening. JJ McCarthy's good, but you're gonna have to rely heavily on the running backs, Blake Coral nope. and Donovan Edwards. They have nothing at wide receiver. I don't care what you say. I don't think they're lacking hard at wide receiver. Defense is gonna be the one that helps them stay in games. They have seven starters coming back on defense, including Chris Jenkins, uh defensive tackle corner, 
Will Johnson and safety <clears throat> Rod Moore. Love them. Just don't see it happening. Don't I don't see it happening. I don't think Harbaugh has what it takes to get another one, uh, get another championship there. At number one, <laughs> give me those Scarlet Knights, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, we got the way to go. <laughs> no, I mean, I got, I got Ohio State at number one. I mean, mainly they have the best wide receiver core in all of football at this point. I hate to say it, hurts, hurts my soul. I love Kyle McCord, named as their starter. I think he's gonna be, he's gonna be a good player. I mean, he doesn't really have to worry about doing much over there with having Marvin Harrison Jr. there. Julian Fleming to throw to, I mean, and then in the backfield, the one-two punch and Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson. I mean, they're just, Kyle McCord's going to be able to do whatever he wants over there. And in my opinion, he's going to make them feel comfortable, not worry about it. And then also this is their second year defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles going in there, going to help them out on defense. Uh, they really hit a lot of positions that they were lacking in this off season. Uh, they have defensive Lyman, uh, Taiwan Malone, cornerback, Davison, Igbo Nissen uh, from Ole Miss. And then not to mention, they have Jahid Carter from Syracuse. Love it. I think they're going to win it. Um, I don't see Ryan Day losing to Michigan two years in a row. Not I do. Happening. Not happening. And I'm sure you guys love it. Yeah. Ohio State wins this division. You can't Where's see that game at this year? Ann Arbor. Oh. Oh, All right, wait, so I, I do. Oh, I was gonna say Christian said that he doesn't see it happening, but from what I know, you can't even see color. So, for oh. one, <laughs> yikes! I mean, Christian can never be a color commentator. Yeah. No, cannot. He can be a color blind commentator, but you know, it's not really that funny to make people with make fun of people with disabilities. Yeah, Dylan. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of has a disability. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> yeah. What's next? You're gonna tell me that it's fucked up. I have arthritis in my eye. It just okay. It just fucking happens, man. I can't do anything about it. We're not turning this into Christian talks about his medical. No, you know what? No. <laughs> All right. So I'll start out with the East at number five, Michigan State. Give me the Spartans. Um, I know. I know they could have. A, I wish they could have a shot at making a comeback to their former Big Ten glory. I just don't see it happening. Peyton Thorne and Keon Coleman transferred after spring practices. So he was just saying, yeah, we don't want to be here anymore. That's insane. Noah Kim is the starter. No related to Kim Possible or Kim Jong-un. And I don't know if he's ready for that, especially on a team who had only 19.8 points per game last year. They need to get better at line and protect him. Protect him. Is Kim a sophomore or what? Protect protect Kim? Protect Kim. I think he's a junior. I think Kim may be a junior. He's junior, junior or sophomore. Uh, they also, again, they like said they lost Coleman and Jaden Nee, a read at receiver, which is just going to hurt them even more. They got good defensive transfers, but they had the 12th ranked defense in the Big Ten last year. Um, I don't know how they're working on defense. Uh, I They allowed 30.4 points per game to Big Ten opponents last year, so I don't see them doing that much. At number four, I have the Turds. Uh, sorry, the Terps. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Nick. Um, I have Maryland. They were to uh, return. <laughs> Tag of Viola. He did have 3,000 yards and 18 touchdowns last year. They get to keep Roman Kemby, who I think is a great back. I'll agree with, uh, agree with Nick there. Um, I think they win seven to eight games this year, which I think is solid. They need to rebuild the O-line so um, Tag of Viola doesn't get the same brain as his older brother. 
That defense has improved in the last two seasons. They went from allowing 5.76 yards per play to 5.01 yards per play last year, which still isn't that great. That's still, you know, usually a first down. However, they need to replace some key guys from that year. They lose two great corners in Jacorian Bennett and Deontay Banks. That's going to be really hard for them to replace those. Um, and they will need to be able to fill those roles in a really good conference, especially with the arm talent that's in the conference. But hold up now. Hold on. So you have them winning seven or eight games. Have you seen their out-of-conference schedule? I don't really care about their out-of-conference. We more care about their in-conference. I still have them winning seven to eight games. They're beating Penn State November 4th. Okay. It's in in College Park. Put it down. Put it on the calendar. Maryland's beating Penn State November 4th. Put it on the calendar. If you would just pull your head out of your ass for a second and realize what you're saying... Christian, you're, you're, Christian you're, you're dealing with a guy who said that. I know what he said. I know. No, no, no. Don't, we don't, bring, need don't to bring, bring it up. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna bring. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're not going there. Because it's I gonna. Know, yeah, yeah. Damn it, Dylan! I was gonna bring that up when we finished up the phone. At number three, at number three, Penn State. Like always, Nittany Lions will be in the hunt to be at to be at the top, but won't be able to get there. I think Penn State is not too far behind. The top. What? What's? <laughs> 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 they're not too too far behind the top two in the East. I just don't think they're going to pass them anytime soon. Um, Drew LR will be interesting to see after replacing Sean Clifford. I feel like Sean Clifford had a pretty okay, um, pretty okay career there at Penn State. I like Nicholas uh, Nicholas Singleton and Katron Allen, and they have some solid offensive line play with Alu Fahanu as well. I think he's one of the best offensive linemen in uh, Big Ten at least. They lack out receiving core. That's going to be the big thing, and that's what I think is going to hold them back. Um, They yep. lost top three cornerback in Joey Porter Jr. last year. They Huge. also lost Jair Brown. But even with that, they'll probably have a top defense in the Big Ten. Look for linebacker Abdul Carter and defensive ends Adisa Isaac and Chop Robinson. What a great name, Chop Robinson. Chop Robinson, I like that. And make some noise on that defense. At number two, I have Ohio State. Let's go! Oh my god! This team knows how to reload, but it's going to be hard after losing CJ Stroud to the NFL. They also lost three great offensive linemen on that starting line. However, I think they'll be able to replace that line talent. Um, They lost JSN, but they still have Marvin Harrison coming back. Best receiver in the nation. They have Ekbuka coming back. And keep your eye out for freshman Carnell Tate. I like Carnell Tate. Um, they also have a great ground game in Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams. The big load is going to rely on Kyle McCord. The big load. I, feel though, I mean, I don't think we need. I don't think we're going to need. <laughs> we're not going to worry about Devin Brown getting his position, but I think he may give him a little run for his money. Uh, the definitely this team is talented. It just needs a little more steps. I feel. I think Ryan Day has had some average defenses in comparison to past Ohio State defenses. I think that's what's hurt them. You know, um, but I don't think he has anything to boast about in defense wise. They need to take that step. I just think there needs to be some things to look out for in QB and O line play this year, and hopefully that defense steps up. All right, don't you can go next. <clears throat> before before you start, I want to throw out there. I think David's new favorite team is FSU. I think Ohio State's been put on the back burner because he has FSU wired. No, you want, I think no, he actually likes Michigan. No one, no one's gonna come. And I said my number two, and I said, okay, Dylan, you can continue. Yeah, you never said the one. You never. I was gonna say that. Oh! This pains. <laughs> this pains me to say. And it makes me really sick to my stomach to say, say it. 
but I think the Big Ten runs through Ann Arbor this year. Yes, sir, it does. I was lucky enough to be spoiled. I apologize, Dad, if you're listening to this. Um, I was I was lucky enough to be spoiled as an Ohio State fan in my lifetime. Loser. They, they've been 18 and six against Michigan in my lifetime, which includes a 14 to one run from 2004 2019. But they've gave Ohio State a good run for their money in the past years. I know they lost to TCU in the semis on terrible offensive game, too many turnovers. That's why I'm not that high set on JJ McCarthy. Um, but he does return. They get Donovan Edwards and then Blake Corum. Blake Corman is a stud, however. Baller. I'm more interested to see how he does coming back from that injury. Yeah. I hope he can. I like. I don't <clears throat> like Michigan by any means, but I think he could be a baller at the next level as well. Um, so I hope yeah. he can come back just so we can see that. One of mine, Philly, picking him up in the draft next year. But this is going to all come down to their defense as well. Michigan probably has the second best defense in yeah. the nation behind Who's Georgia. Ooh, okay. Georgia. Um, yeah, yeah. They bring back seven starters on the yeah. defense, and I think they're poised to make a run back at the college football playoffs. And like every year, it's going to come down to one game, and that's going to be the game in Ann Arbor this year. Um, I hope Ohio State pulls it off. Um, it's just going to be interesting. We're going to see how the teams play throughout the uh, throughout the season. All in all, this is a strong conference. Like I said, with title contenders, I can't wait to see USC and USLA join. Get rid of the stupid divisions as well. I want to see two best teams in it every year. I don't want to see whoever gets in the East and then Wisconsin. Yeah, and then it's whoever gets destroyed there. It's going to be interesting. Right. I feel like it's going to be USC, Ohio State, and Michigan with the carousel of contenders year in and year out. Not to mention, uh, not to mention the fact that college football playoffs getting extended as well. Trying that's to get extended. That's awesome. To that, I cannot I, yeah, wait. That's, I think that's the. I think that's the best thing. College right. I, I, and I agree with that because, like, I know this is kind of getting off track, but I'd like to add on. Like, you have teams like the four big teams that people think about whenever it comes to like the college football playoffs. Yeah. You have Alabama, Bama, Georgia. Georgia. Ohio State's yep. usually one of the big contenders. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. yeah, in recent years, it's been Clemson. Sometimes Oklahoma. Sometimes Oklahoma. Oklahoma, not as much recently. Recently, they've kind well, it's of— it's because they they've had a QB drought over there. But yeah, exactly. Ever since— uh, Lincoln Riley ever, left. And Hurts. Ever since, Kyla, yeah, ever since Kyler Murray left, it's been— Hurts, baby, Hurts. What are you talking about? But Dylan, who do you have? Uh, who do you have rounding out your East this year? My East, all right. So, in last place, I got the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, let's go, baby. But Rutgers, Rutgers just has never been a strong team. They've managed like a couple games to where people are like, oh, maybe they could be. But even in those games, they've lost. It's just been closer games with better teams that people have been getting a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more uh, hopeful is what I'd say. Um, after yeah. that, I got Indiana at six. Um, they had they had a couple of years where maybe they could have been top four, but ever since then they've been on the downward yeah. trend. Really, ever since Penix left for Washington. Yeah, God, Once, he was such a good ball over there. But he he was like, man, Indiana's just not it. I got to get out of here. I'm not a Hoosier, baby. That's like our family. Exactly. Yeah, we got to get out of here. David, uh, if you number... stayed in Indiana, you'd have been a you'd have been an NFL quarterback. Okay. <laughs> David was move. David was going to move to tight end. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Oh yeah. Do I have a tight end? But uh, at number five, like all of you guys, I got Michigan State. Um, Michigan State, like like David said, 
they used to be one of the top teams in the Big Ten. Uh, back like you got Kirk Cousins at quarterback. They beat Braxton Miller in Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship the year whenever Ohio State was supposed to win the BCS back whenever there was a BCS a while R. ago. RIP BCS. But, uh, yeah, Michigan State, just they've just disappointed for years and years. Um, people were hopeful yep. with Michigan State. Um, they've managed, like, Michigan State is a team that may cause upsets to um, higher-ranked teams, but in the, at the end of the day, I got them at a neutral record of 6-6. Six and six. Um, Moving on to number four, I got the Terps. Give me them turtles, baby. Let's go. Um, Fear that turtle. La Tortuga es bueno. Um, <laughs> I think that Maryland, now, you could say I'm biased, but I got Maryland having one big upset this year, and it's Michigan going in uh, to Maryland. I got Maryland coming out on wow. top. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's Let's a hot go, hot. baby. That is burning hot. I thought, the, I thought the Maryland's going to get bad. shit on 49 nothing. Michigan. Easy. Michigan we'll score last, at least two such touchdowns that game. It would be 49 yeah. 14. Michigan last year had some glimpses where they went into teams that they should have blown out and they allowed them to get close. They've done that for a couple of years. Yes, they've been really good the last couple of years, but um, they had a game against Army. They should have blown them out, almost lost to Army. They won, but they managed to let. Teams that shouldn't have been on their level managed to let them be close. And I think that's going to come back to haunt them against uh, Maryland this year. But uh, moving on to number three, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. Rawr. Um, <laughs> Joe Paterno's finest. Sandusky's. Yeah, yeah, I got them. They have the same record. They have the same record as Maryland, but uh, Maryland loses to Penn State. So Penn State goes on top of Maryland at number three. Um, Guys, I got to interrupt for one second, bro. When we get done this shit, this the football talk, can I take this fucking dress off, dude? I am itching like a motherfucker, like so dude, bad. We, you have to keep it on the entire time. That's the punishment. Shave your yeah, legs. dude, I'm sorry, man. Anyway. Oh. Uh, anyway. Uh, let me get back to addressing my uh, picks. <laughs> um so I got that. Penn State, Penn State um, I think that the last time I saw somebody have a great run with Penn State was Keegan Michael Key coming out of the tunnel, um, imitating Penn State's head coach. That was probably the best run I've seen in a while with Penn State. Um, that took yeah, them to got, the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah, I got I got Penn State um, losing to Ohio State, Michigan. And I got them losing to Michigan State. Like I said, mm. I got I had Michigan State having one uh, having one upset against a top team, and I think that's Penn State, uh, Nick's former favorite team. Uh, before he decided to become a Maryland fan randomly, uh, we never expected it. It was Not kind random. of uh, Nick always said he was a Penn State fan. I just want to let everybody know that. <laughs> and my dad was a Penn State fan. Let's put that out there. Uh, and then. And then let's put it put also uh I think the whole rape controversy kind of threw a lot of things. Rape? Yeah, let's get, let's what put is... a let's put a Penn State in that conversation. Um oh, yeah. 
I'm going to number. I'm going to number. Oh, two. oh, oh, oh! With the coach, with the. Co- I was so light bulb, dude, dude. Light I was bulb. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, I'm like just watching Christian's face. He's just sitting. He goes. Christian just much like his Wi-Fi right now, it just took a little bit to process. Um (laughs) going on Who's Davy Crockett? Bro, we only have we only have Bro, we only have one Wi-Fi. Um (laughs) moving on moving on. Number two, I got Michigan. Um I got them losing to Maryland, like I said before. Uh that that could that could be a hot take. Definitely a hot take. I think it is hot. I, I love it. I got the, almost I as it. hot as almost as hot as me. But Lies. um I got I got Michigan finishing ten and two. Um they lose to Maryland and to Ohio State. Ohio State's wanting some revenge this year. Um I think they're gonna get it. I think this is the year. They've lost I believe two years in a row. Ohio State has lost to Michigan. It's the first Stroud. time since like ninety, like nine, since this happened. CJ Stroud. Happened just, it sounds like the last time the Cowboys were good. Stroud just cannot get it done against Michigan State. Uh, Michigan, I'm sorry, uh, but like I was saying, Michigan two losses. Maryland could be a dud. Could have been just a hot take that I wanted to put out there, but they're definitely going to lose to Ohio State. Ohio State gets their revenge this year, and at number yes. one, of course. Number one, of course, I have the fighting Illini. They decide that they want to. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. They switch divisions. They switch yeah. divisions. They take got, both divisions. <laughs> I got Ohio State. I got Ohio State. Um, wagon. Going back, the big question that was asked was uh, quarterback controversy. Um, do, do they get a good quarterback? Remember, uh, whenever Ohio State lost Dwayne Haskins, people had the same exact question. Um, we got Justin Fields transfer from had the Georgia. Same one when the world lost him. Yeah, uh, had the same question with Justin Fields coming in that year. <laughs> nobody, nobody knew how good he was. Too soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Well, we knew, out. Yeah. Nobody knew um, how good Justin Fields was going to be. Everybody was kind of saying Ohio State. Um, was not going to be a contender that year, but guess what? Made they made the playoffs with Justin Fields that year, one of the most dominant teams. I believe that Ohio State, with that uh, quarterback controversy, I believe that um, they're still going to manage to be on top. Did they win that year with Justin Fields? Hmm. The yeah, actually, name me name me a couple things that they won with Justin Fields. Um, so here's what we'll say that Justin Fields here, um, ref screwed them over against Clemson. That was a fumble, and they well, were that's to... to make up for the fact that JT was short. So what else? Does it have say? to do what? <laughs> what about that targeting hit though that they called? That was a bad call. Yeah, on Trevor... Sean. Mm, that Trevor was bad. Lawrence. Trevor yeah, Lawrence. dude, that targeting call that against in the Saints Rams game. That shit was crazy. <laughs> but needless to say, I I think we're all split here. Uh, Maryland's Trevor gonna be number one. Uh, no big deal. What? Dude, you haven't had three, I and I think you're absolutely high. So, and so that's gonna bring us to our NHL playoffs, or as you like to know it, or I like to call it, our three-minute minor, not sponsored by Jeffrey. <laughs> no, we're not. No, no, no. And our three-minute minor. <laughs> uh, so we're doing our NHL playoffs, as we referred to as a uh, three-minute minor. I, can't, I got, I'm stumbling with the word. I shouldn't have said that. Um, so game four. 
was an absolute nail-biter. Vegas jumped out to a 3-0 goal lead halfway through the second period and looked to just coast the rest of the way. However, the Panthers hit two goals to bring it to a one-goal lead in the third. From there, it was just a defensive battle, and Vegas ultimately got it done on the road. Chandler Stevenson with two goals this game. Aiden Hill, again, had himself a day in goal. He allowed only two goals on 31 shots. Now, they took two against Panthers in Florida, and the Vegas Knights are now up 3-2-1. The Vegas Knights' defense has been tremendous the entire series. They haven't let up more than two goals in regulation the entire um, Stanley Cup playoffs, the only one being their 3-2 loss in overtime. Um, so, I just... I just have Vegas winning the Stanley Cup Finals. Are they are they hold the opponents low and their offense is just that good? The Panthers have a tough road ahead of them. They have to win three games, and two of them are in Vegas. I think Vegas gets it done in Game 5 and wins their first Stanley Cup in only fifth year as a team. Yeah, I, I don't think – I mean, it, it it's over, dude. Um, Jover. Knights are going to win this. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I'll tell you right now who the MVP is going to be. It's going to be Jonathan Montresault. The dude has four goals and three assists in four games. Yeah, that that's just insane. That's, that's crazy. A lot of points. Uh, uh, it's I, golden I, hour. Baby. I'll come back and say shower, that uh, I don't know a single shit about hockey. Uh, my hot, my favorite hockey team is actually a really shitty franchise as of yeah. late. Um, that being said. Since we started this podcast, I've said the Knights are going to win this fucking championship. And I mean, you said Kraken. No, you said, whoa, 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 whoa. We wanted the Kraken. We all wanted Kraken, but we did all say Knights, did we not? I wanted Knights. Hmm. I never said Kraken. From the jump, I said Knights. I wanted the Mighty Ducks. Nah, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Bring them back. Bring that V back. I wanted Wayne Gretzky to get another ring. (laughs) Actually, uh, I think Casey Jones is my favorite hockey player. That's true. TNT. So that's the three. That's the three minute minor. Yeah. So that's going to lead us into our NBA playoffs. We're going to go to the other Miami team is down three one right now in the finals. Um, This Miami team is also in trouble. Three one, like its hockey counterpart, and like its counterpart is just absolutely outmatched. They lost one zero eight to ninety five. Jokic again did okay, but was in foul trouble a little bit. And yep. Murray had only 15 points on 17 shots. So you, right. think, that he, you think that he would win. But out of nowhere, unsung hero, Boom. Aaron Gordon Boom. should be two-time dunk champion. Yep. Dominated in the paint. And you know I love some trivia questions. So I'll give you some trivia questions here. The Nuggets had the third highest points in the paint differential in finals history. Can you name me one, two, and four? One, two, Heat. and four. Lakers. Heat, Lakers, Magic. This is in separate he, finals, by the way. Heat, Lake, Magic. Give me Houston, Hakeem Olajuwon. So that would be good if they weren't playing Patrick Ewing, Dylan. But so number one is the 2000 Lakers. Nice. Number two is the 2001 Lakers. Number three oh. is the Nuggets. And number four is the 2006 Miami Heat. You want to tell me what one, two, and four had in common? Shaq. Shaquille that's why, O'Neal. That's why I picked them. I knew it. It's it, it's know. it's really crazy. Um, and then out of nowhere, Bruce Brown came in. He only he averaged like eleven point five points a game and put up twenty one. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, and morally, that's draining. That's morally yeah. draining. Yeah. You, you held yeah. Jokic down low. You did Murray him down low. But then, Adebayo and Butler had no help. 
Yep. You know, they have been doing it Absolutely. all themselves. Vincent and Struss have been absolute hot dog water this entire look, series. They went 0 for 7 from 3 with the combined 1 for 10. I've Look, look I've said this. I've been saying this for the past couple of weeks now since they finished or since they were about to wrap up the Celtics series. Uh, Tyler Hero is going to be back for game five. It now says he says that he's officially suiting up and he's going to attempt to play. However, I mean, dude, if, if you ask me, Tyler Hero should have suited up four games ago. I mean, this guy, we're in the finals. Well, he needs he needs to be in. There goes my hero. Yep. Listen, you know I mean, I, I mean I I've, I've been saying it. You you hold Murray and for the bushes to under twenty. You get for it the done. bushes. You get it done. But then when you have Aaron Gordon going off for twenty seven, and then Bruce Brown coming off the bench and getting twenty one, that is just ripping Killer. the heart Killer. out. Um, and to be honest, I'm blaming Gabe Vincent and Max Truss combined two points. How does that? How does that happen as starters? You have two points total between the two of you. That's just yep. that's not going to get it done. And I I I, I want to say this. I think all of us as Philly fans, we can relate to relate to Miami getting all the way there and not being able to get it done. It's super upsetting. But Miami, yeah. we feel for you. What do you think, Don? Um, I honestly I believe um, game uh, game five tonight. I got Denver closing it out in Denver. I believe Jokic is going to put up uh, 27, uh, 27 points. I'll give him 13 rebounds tonight with eight assists. That's going to be uh, that's going to be my prediction with the Joker. Um, I think Jamal Murray uh, is going to be right there next to him. I think he'll drop a. I think he'll drop 23 tonight. Um, Jimmy Butler, I believe he'll get over – I think he'll go over 30 tonight, but he just doesn't have enough help, as we're saying. Um, I, he is – Sorry, I'm going to say I think if he does get enough help, bam, out of bio, I think bio. he can put up some numbers. Yeah. I he has been. He's been averaging hot, over – He's been averaging over 20 points every single I, game. I think – Crazy. I think my hot take, I think he'll get 20 in the first half. Can I so, – uh, wow. I, I want to I slide in and intervene real quick. Uh, Heat was up 5 nothing, and then Denver went on a 12-0 run, and now it's 12-5. So is this going to get us into mind as well predicting the MVP? We all go in Jokic here since he didn't get MVP of the to, year. Wow. So to going be, Matthew Della Doba. be honest, if we're talking Smith? finals, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess at this point, if they win the night, it's going to be Jokic, yeah. I mean, 30-20-10, averaging a triple-double. Well, he's the only it's... one that's been consistent. Murray's had two bad games, so. Yeah. Well, what do you call yeah. last? Okay, Jokic still has 23. 23. That's yeah, but even bro, good. even after the game, his coach looked at him and said, Jokic, great game. If we're, not a triple-double, not a triple-double, but great game. But if we're sitting here saying 23 points in a game is an off night, Come on now. Pretty, yeah. Come on. Yeah. I think it, I, yeah, like I said, I think it's Jover. So we'll see. Um, Again, that's not my hot take, but I do think I have a feeling Ida is going to uh, go off this first half, but I think that may be the only thing he does. Um, So yeah. that's going to lead us into um, Nick. What do we got? We got our subpar segment. We got the U.S. Open coming up this week, guys, and I've been looking at it. Looking at the stint meter of these greens, they've been showing us it's like putting on glass. They're showing us the roughs. You can once they drop a ball in the rough, you cannot find it. 
They this is the U.S. Open conditions. It's going to be a battle. Winners probably only going to be at minus six this week. It's going to be a very, very, very low score, meaning that minus six going to win it. Uh, top five players to look out for based off the odds: Scotty Scheffler, number one; John yeah. Rahm, number two; Brooks Kepka at three; Victor Hovland at four; Roy McIlroy at number five. Now, my watch for the week is Max Homa. And I say this because he wins in California. That's the only place he wins. Not to mention, he holds the course record at, yes, Los Angeles Country Club, which they're being, it's being held here. So he knows the course. He knows the design. I will say, be on the lookout if they have a good first two days, Jason Day and Ricky Fowler. I think they're going to go out there. They're going to have their... Have a good time out there. That's if they have two good days. Um, I also wanted to see what you guys thought, if you could pick a top three on what you guys think, who's going to win this. So I kind of want to hold my number one for our hot take segment later because that may be my hot take is what number Fair one enough. is. Fair enough, um, absolutely. Number Roy two, McElroy. At number two, I'm going to say Jordan Spieth. Um, if, we're doing, if we're doing tall grass, he gets in the grass, he's very good at recovering. So I think that he can he can have an advantage there. Um, is is uh, Matt Fitzpatrick on the doing again? I know it's all. I'll be interested to see yeah. what he does. I don't think he comes in third. Um, but give me Hovland. I, I like Hovland. Uh, give me Hovland at three. But I'm going to take my number one for my hot takes. I love it. I love it, Dylan. You got you got a couple you want to pick as your front runners. Oh yeah. So uh, I I agree with David. I think Jordan Spieth is going to be top three. I have him as my number one. Um. And then I got Brooks Kepka as my two. Um, and then I'd say for my three, I got to go. Like Nick said, I like Rom. Uh, I like Rom and my top three. Those are the three people I believe. Um, if I were, if it were my uh, PGA uh, 2K21 guy, I'd say me by over uh, 14 strokes. Ooh. My guy would. It's about yeah, how many get in the bed. No, less than that. Hey, um, I don't need to take this from you, Christina. So <laughs> can I can I give my top three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are your top three? Number one is Tiger Woods. Um yeah. Yeah. is he even participating? Number two is gonna be Rory McElroy. Yeah. And number three is gonna be this uh Speeth guy that you guys keep talking about. It's my three. <laughs> you don't even know who Jordan Speeth is. It's my three. No. I, I get that, but uh, one thing they got to worry about is, um, especially on hole number three, being able to aim it to the left into that like circle area of the fairway on that par five. Um, if you if you hit it too hard or hit it too soft, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to make it to that uh, secret fairway. On the left side. Are you talking secret about weak tunnel? <laughs> I don't mean weak secret tunnel. He's hundred percent talking about weak Hundred percent talking about weak tried. I've tried so many times. Once I see the once I see the wind is ridiculously crazy, I'm like, I ain't trying that. But then I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't no wuss, and I do it. But then I end up getting like plus eight on that hole. Nice. Wow. All right, that's uh, gonna bring us into our. Uh, that's some great, some great golf takes. Nick, Nick was more serious. Uh, Dylan, Dylan's Wii golf days are behind him. I haven't seen him pick a Wii golf club in forever. Um, he, but I'm gonna go into our certified baller, so we can let Christian start off with that. 
Yeah, guys, uh, a lot of reaction, a lot of action around, uh, you know, the sports world. Except oh, for you. My, oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Yeah, except me. Uh, a lot of action around the sports world here. Schwerber. But for this week's certified baller, uh, I almost feel like it, it's not much of a question about who it was. Uh, and this week's certified baller, it goes out to Aaron Gordon. Uh, I mean, as we had just touched base on like it. The dude completely lit it up in game four. I mean, he led all scorers with 27 points, and that's to go along with seven rebounds and six assists. I mean, we have, I mean, me, you, and Nick, Dylan, you you know, you just haven't been on here, but me, me, Nick, and David, we have been saying the entire time that if you can contain Murray, you will win the game. What we haven't talked about is if you're Denver, what do you do if they contain Murray? And as we've come to see... They contain Murray. They keep Murray, you know, as, you know, decent as they can keep him. You didn't think about Aaron Gordon. You didn't think about the next man up. And that's him. He comes out, drops 27. I mean, just takes over in the game and just just gives the points when the points are needed. Takes the points through the paint. Huge, huge play from him. And, I mean, without a doubt, again, on the biggest stage, when someone needs to step up, he steps up. And I feel like you have to get the credit where the credit's due. And for that, Aaron Gordon is the certified baller of the week. Ooh, it's like Andre Iguodala. Who you got to your deflated baller, Christian? Yeah. Guys, I was trying to think long and hard. Because when I like to think deflated baller, I like to think <laughs> Not who, too long and hard. Who messed up? Ooh, I am a little too long. <laughs> um, I always like to think who messed up the worst in the week. So, this week, my deflated baller of the week is none other than then the thing that let me down the most throughout my entirety of my childhood. Father. EA Sports. Oh, Why yeah. the hell is Josh Allen on the cover of Madden? Oh. I don't know. I <laughs> love that. I thought we were going to go with what's happening with the NCAA football right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I don't know. Listen, I said last week, my personal opinion, it's Jalen Hurts. Whether or not. Yeah, that's biased or not. I don't you want can, Jalen Hurts on that cover. I know, I know I you don't, don't Madden curse. curse, whatever. I know you don't Madden curse, whatever. At the end of the day, even if you throw that out, I need to meet a single person in the, that can look me in my eyes and tell me that it should have been Josh Allen over Joe Burrow. It should have been Josh Allen over the crazy season just or Justin Jefferson just had. I mean, this is a guy that we're talking about over and over again. Yeah, continues... But- to Jefferson, not Jefferson Jefferson was just on it, was he not? No, no. I thought he was. No. I thought he was on no. one of the covers. One of the Jefferson never. Dish. No, Jefferson never had a cover. Then I agree with you. But who's to say that they declined? Because you can who, decline it. Can I ask you a question? I would like you to tell me who in the right mind is declining the cover of Madden because that's a payday and a half. Someone that doesn't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, if Peyton Hillis could go back, he would definitely take that. Hundred percent, poor guy. That's give give it to Vic. That's a good one, dude. The Madden, dude. The Madden curse is broken now. That's right, Brady Mahomes. Yeah, they already broke it. The Brad, the Madden curse, curse is done and over with, dude. It's not a real well, thing anymore. You Mahomes never know got, if it comes back. Mahomes was able to break it being pumped full of drugs. So same with Demi Lovato. That's very true. <laughs> 
dude was on PEDs but, for the Super Bowl. Nah, look, one way, or, one way or another, no matter how you look at it, I like to think as the cover of Madden is is the most electrifier, electrifying player in the league that year. It doesn't have to be the MVP. It doesn't have to be who was the best overall player. But in my opinion, it's it's always who was the most electrifying player. Who was who the stood funnest out. to watch? Peyton Hillis. The funnest. What about Madden 25? Most Barry fun. Sanders. Sorry. Who was the most fun to watch? You know what, Dylan? Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about Barry Sanders. Love Barry Sanders, though. Wow. Dylan, I I'm apologize for, for financial support. I, I apologize for his vulgar Bro, response to you. I'm just trying to enjoy my rice. That my Jerry nice. rice. That, Ray Rice over here. He's <laughs> No, no, no. Rice College? <laughs> Go out. Domestic violence himself over there. All right, I, so I guess I'll go with my deflated baller. Um, sure. I, you know, I really wanted to say there's going to be stress in Vincent here. I think they were awful. That was mine at first too. But I'm going to go with the PGA Tour leaders on this one. Um, nice. We all talked about it a little bit on Friday, but I think it has to be one of the biggest bonehead moves by an organization to their own players. Bro. Nick, you okay? Is that yours too? Just stop. What are you about to say? Please. What do you mean? Finish. I mean, you tell your guys it's going to be all right. You tell them we're going to trust you to fight for you. And then, you know, the, the PGA Tour just went over their head and was like, no, we're going to we're gonna merge them now. You know, a lot of players, they, you know, uh, I think a lot has to do with the lawsuits that were happening. They're saying that PGA Tour is trying to monopolize, and I think they just gave up on that. But yet people that were fighting for you, like Morikawa and McElroy, and you just screwed them over. You know, the golfers have fought for this association, and the association just spat in their face. So, I mean, this to me makes them the fate of ballers for the PGA Tour heads because, I mean, what were they thinking? But, hey, you know, if I guess if you're the live tour guys, then um, you're probably thinking they're the certified ballers this week for you. I absolutely love that at deflated baller. Dylan, you got a deflated baller of the week? Um, or a certified yeah. one? I give you both. Um, yeah. for me, um, for the deflated, I'm gonna go with uh, Jamal Murray. Um, yeah. I I believe that Jamal Murray, the last game, um, he's supposed to be the number two guy with Denver. Um, really, uh, really lift the team down. Yes, they got the win, but looking at him individually, um, I believe that he definitely should have played better. Um. Only reason, as we discussed, only reason that Denver won that game was Aaron Gordon going off randomly. That doesn't happen yep. every night, and you can't, uh, you can't, can't live, you, yeah, you can't rely on it, and you can't be the number two guy and put up uh, bench numbers. It's yeah, that's why I have him as my deflated baller. Um, my certified baller. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the mechanic that uh patched rose's tires this past <laughs> week um the absolute dude, thank tire. you mechanic yeah right tire in 15 minutes tops charge 20 bucks our total delay time from flat tire to back on the road not even 45 minutes so was he's he, my certified baller was he just want to start change a tire in 20 minutes yeah, he was uh luigi from Cars. uh bull crap christian Guido. i want to say i remember getting a phone call at 1 a.m yo listen 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 i had to go and change listen linda listen linda we were in maryland we were in maryland i learned how to change my tire we were in maryland we're getting back from a phillies game and his axle broke so no my axle didn't break four out of five of my lug nuts fell off hey hey christian how's that car going 
<laughs> no, I mean, uh, bro, that, God damn it! That, that dude, that dude has to be on some sort of NASCAR pit crew to remember, get that patched and up and ready in 15 minutes. That's insane. I remember. You know, I remember about that Phillies game was David saying that we needed to go to the gift shop, and I told him Kyle Schwarber was up to bat. He goes, "Let's get Brooklyn something Wait. nice." I said, David. Oh, he was being Wait, hold a on. simp. Hold on. You guys were with Christian when that happened? Not with him. No. He was up yeah, the yeah, they, we were at the Phillies game. Well, they, yeah, they weren't with me. We were all at the Phillies game that night. Wow. Yeah. But we go to the gift shop, and I said, David, if somebody hits a home run, I'm going to be upset. Sure bomb. We're in, we're in the gift shop. Sure bomb. Sure I bomb. Turned to, I turned to David. I'll use this. This will be David right here. I just go. David, you apologize, apologize right now. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, but I got a real Muto shirt for her, and then real Muto hit a home run that night. But apologize, apologize for that. I did apologize. To okay, the- oh, that's fine. All right, that's gonna get me on to my deflated baller. Um, David, I went back and forth on this. Went in the same, same P- uh, PGA sitting right there. Did anybody see the final playoff hole with that putt? Dude, that was seventy one footer or that something. Ta- that Nick Taylor hit. Oh, that's, I know where you're going with this. That's I know where you're not going. my deflated baller. My deflated baller is that security, security guard. Yes, that, yes, 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 yes. That tackled Adam Hadwin. Oh that my was god! Literally just trying to spray Dude. his former Canadian Nick Dude. Taylor for winning. It's the first time a Canadian native has ever won the RBC Heritage. I think since like 1956. Security guard. You should have known. The police wow. officer went up and shoved wow. the security guard off of him. I mean, come on, buddy. I think you're never going to vote for another PGA Tour event. That's Look. hilarious, Nick, because that was literally my debate for deflated ball. Like, that's who I was. I was between them and EA Sports over that, and I – I mean, I went with EA Sports, obviously, but yeah, that was that was you, that's the one and two right there. You gotta know that's Adam. Hammer. Yeah, Come you on. can't you can't do that shit. I was man. a top fifty player. I will say so. Here's what I'll say: I did have a honorable mention for a certified baller. Um, and I'm gonna go with the Oklahoma Sooners softball team. They won the college championship in a two game sweep against my alma mater FSU. I knew it would be a tough task for FSU, but look. Oklahoma lost one game the entire season. That's absolutely insane. They went 61 and one. They had five batters who batted over 400 this season. They had five batters over 300. I know what you're thinking. That's 10 people. Yeah, it's right. Their bench players are batting over 300 as well. Their top two aces were pitching a .9 ERA and a 1.16 ERA. Hey, let's let's let it be noted though. At the end of the day, this is women's softball, okay, buddy. This Look, this big. team was absolutely stacked. It was like they had yeah, a backyard baseball team full of Pablo Sanchez's. Dude, it was absolutely it's insane. Sanchez. It's just, it's just like UConn women's basketball, man. It's just it was not fair from the get. Hot take: were- UConn women's basketball's ass. That's not now, a hot now take. they're not that good. But yeah, like, now now that everyone's coming around and playing for other teams. LSU you know. is gonna go on a dominant run again. But hey, that's gonna get us into our last segment of our hot takes of the week. Let's leave it off with our guests. What do you got going on over there, Dylan? Um, I'm eating chicken. <laughs> but um chicken? it is grilled chicken. It's hot take. It's delicious. Um <laughs> Um, so for my hot take, uh, 
I'm not. I guess I get. I would say it's Jordan Spieth winning. Um, I know uh, recently Jordan Spieth has kind of been um, like on the down low. Uh, it's been a. It's been a while. I know. Yeah, on the down low. Um, That's a good I thing know, in in golf. Um, so I think that he's gonna sneak up. He's gonna come out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna tackle that security guard to get back at him. <laughs> Let's go. Um, no, but I think George Spieth is gonna is gonna come out of nowhere in this U.S. Open, and I think he's gonna win it. I like it. Give him his nice. second U.S. Open. I mean, hey, if you hear him say in the opening round, this course is stupid. Bet on him to win it because he did it at Chambers Bay. It's gonna happen if he does it there. Christian, what do you got? Yeah, ah, uh, man, this is gonna, it's gonna sound kind of crazy here, boys. But uh, outside of just tonight, because I think the, uh, I think the Rays are gonna win tonight. I think the Rays lose the series to the A's in the next four games. I think we'll drop three out of four at Oakland. I think they win tonight. They lose the next three straight. That's tough, dude. Like I said, uh, first of all, because just because the Brewers hate me, like, you know, I'm uh, here like, oh, yeah, like, whatever, the A's aren't that good. But the A's are on a win streak. A win streak or win streak, you feel hot, you feel hot. But against the Rays, dude, I don't know if I could go with that. That's definitely hot. I didn't have a hot take prepared, to be honest with you guys, so I just came up on the spot. You didn't have to admit that, though. I don't know. I mean, dude, I feel confident in the hot take. Wow. I, I guess very, yeah. Very I guess I'll go next. Um. So yeah, the you know, Orioles are now five and a half games instead of three. Thanks a lot, Brewers. Um. The Reds, however, decide to have a great week and now four games back. So at this point, man, I'm just a week ahead of my takes. Maybe it's just if I say <laughs> one week will happen the week after I say it. Um. So here's what I'll say: my hot take is, and I told you guys my top three, and I wouldn't release my one because that's my hot take. I have Ricky Fowler winning the U.S. Open. I Woo! love it. I, I know I, I know Dylan will like this take. Ricky was Dylan's favorite golfer, and Dylan even stole his look for a while. But he has been down the past several years, but he's made a tremendous recovery in the past year. He has been doing a great job within the last year. I think he's poised to make a run for a win here. I think he'll do it. Now we live in a day and age where Spieth and Fowler are doing well. Is this 2013 again? Uh, should I be worried that Bubba Watson's going to come out of nowhere again? Maybe not, but I think Ricky can get it done. I love that. Ricky's love my that. favorite. He's my favorite golfer, man. Er, growing up, he used to wear that creamsicle color yeah. on Don't Sunday all the time, man. I, I love it. So that's, that's going to get me into my hot take. I got the Dodgers in first place at the end of the week in the NL West. I say that nice. because they're three and a half behind the Diamondbacks right now. And they're playing the White Sox and Giants this week. Then the Diamondbacks are playing the Red Hot Phillies. And they're playing the Guardians, yeah. which the Guardians are a mediocre team. But I think it's going to give them a, a tough task over there. And I think the, the Dodgers get it done, um, in all honesty. Yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised at how well the Diamondbacks have been this year, though. Yeah, I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I, I didn't think... I didn't think they'd be in first place, let alone even in second. May place. I remind you, that was another one of those picks. I said two weeks or three weeks ago that the Diamondbacks would be in first you place did. in the NL West, and they you did. they didn't do it. And the next week, they did. So you yeah. did. No, I, I agree did. with you. 
I agree with you, Nick. Um, Guardians have uh, – they've been adding, but they've also been losing like players. Um, I think the uh, addition of Adam Warlock into uh, the Guardians organization, <laughs> oh. I think that – Spoilers! I haven't seen it! <laughs> I think that's a great uh, pickup on their part. You got to love it, man. Never a dull moment when Dylan's on here. Well, yeah. guys, that's going to end it here. Thanks, for, uh, we'll thanks for coming on, Dylan. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, you man. on here. You know, yeah, come man. on, you come on whenever on. you want. Come yeah, on whenever say, you want. Yeah, but I you got to get back on yes. soon, man. Yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, we'll be back Thursday night to give our predictions. By then, probably the Nuggets and the Knights will be finals winners. But, hey, we'll be back, uh, and we'll see you then, guys. Ooh, strip, strip, strip. Take off that. Dude, I think I didn't see any change. I think you're still wearing the shirt, or is that just your chest hair? I, he's saying, I whip my hair back and forth. Dude, I whip my hair back and forth. Dude, yeah, dude looks like Logan from freaking Wolverine right now. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll, we'll check you next, or early, later oh. on. So, oh, so Wolf, Wolverine from Wolverine? <laughs> Shut up. Wolverine <laughs> from Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, at that point, guys, we'll see you later on the week. As always, love you guys. See you later. Christian's a funny guy, bringing laughter and joy. He got the jokes unlocked, no one can destroy. Mix the analysts, break down the X's and O's. He sees the game differently than nobody knows. Together, unite, forming a podcast dream team. Making waves in the industry, fulfilling their schemes. How they taking pockets, we taking over the scene. We drop dubs and chugs within the sports dream. From a hot takes to deep dive, it's a winning regime. Come join the hype, we not just blowing steam.